Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 02890 always the number, and it may be the number you'll react to when I speak to Sam McBride, who's the political editor of the newsletter. Sam, good morning. Good morning to you, Frank. Sam, I'll not talk Boris to you because we've spoken maybe quite a bit about that during the course of this morning, but I will speak the royal family to you. And the Northern Ireland office has removed all portraits of the Queen from its Belfast HQ, according to your paper today. All portraits of the Queen. If you go to the Northern Ireland office's uh, main headquarters, you don't see any any symbols of the, Her Majesty? That, that is certainly our understanding. Um, so this, this story has a little bit of history. If we go back three weeks, um, Lord McGuinness, the Australianist peer, told the House of Lords that a senior civil servant in the Northern Ireland office called Lee Hegarty, um, who is now um, actually outside the Northern Ireland office, he, he is the Secretary of the Parades Commission, um, had been offended at having to walk past portraits of the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh, which were uh, hung at that point in Stormont House. Lord McGuinness said that he had been paid £10,000 in compensation at that point by the Northern Ireland office, that there had been no publicity or transparency around this, um, and he, he was raising concerns about what he thought was a scandalous episode. Um, there was no real clarity at that point from the NIO as to what had gone on. They, they said this was a personnel matter, it was quite sensitive, and they wouldn't be discussing it publicly. Um, so that was really where things sat for a few weeks. Now we have established that um, after, oh, sorry, if, if, I, if I just give you one more piece of information from what was said in the House of Lords, Lord, Lord McGuinness said that after this episode, um, Mr. Hegarty was then consulted as to what should replace these portraits, and he had suggested, among other things, a photograph of the Queen meeting Martin McGuinness, um, that, that famous, famous image of the Lyric Theatre in Belfast from several years ago. So that was what was put in the wall, he said, in its place. That was what... Um, that was what had been resolved, if you like, after this incident. Um, and that was really where things sat. It is, it is now clear that even that photo has been removed from the wall. Um, there has been a, a, a decision taken by senior civil servants in the NIO that Stormont House should not have on its walls any photos of the Queen. Um, and that is something which they have not really, uh, in any uh, fulsome way, explained the logic of. But there, there is a, an answer which... The Northern Ireland Office Minister Lord Duncan in the House of Lords has given, which seems to elaborate on some of this, where he, he says that really uh, there is advice from the Equality Commission um, in, in relation to posters, pictures, portraits or other displays that are more closely associated with one or other of the communities in Northern Ireland. Um, and he said, I can confirm that the department takes steps to ensure that no such images are displayed in Stormont House. Now, 
clearly, if you think about that logically, even though it's worded in quite a convoluted way, um, the Queen's portrait is more closely associated with one community than the other. That's obviously a very different thing to saying that her portrait would necessarily be offensive or be antagonistic towards the other community, but it's more closely associated with one community, and he is being very clear that no such uh, no such images are displayed in Stormont House and that the department takes steps to ensure that that doesn't happen. So he, he is very clear as to what is happening, but it's not really clear as to when this decision, um, or sorry, as to why this decision was taken at the time and as to who took this decision um, and really very little clarity in terms of what the Northern Ireland office was saying to me last night um, as, as to what really went on behind the scenes at this point. Is there any suggestion at all that anyone had complained about Martin McGuinness being in the photograph that included the Queen? I I haven't heard anything about that. I mean, some people might extrapolate out of what Lord McGuinness said that that there was some wider concern um, in relation to portraits of this of this nature or photos of this nature. And um, one of the interesting elements here is that because Lord Duncan from the NIO is is really talking about the Equality Commission's advice, and and um, they are the people who obviously give advice to employers in Northern Ireland about fair employment, about having a a safe um, and uh, non-threatening workplace for, for employees and um, they're also the people who have a role in policing the equality law in Northern Ireland. Um, I went to the Equality Commission last night to try to get some clarity as to what the law actually said around this um, because there will be other employers potentially who, who might be thinking dog this have implications for us. Um, and they were they were quite interesting in their reply because they did not say, um, well, and first of all, I should say that they were very careful to say we're not commenting on this specific case, but in the terms of the principles which I was asking them about, they were, they were not saying clearly um, in any way that a portrait of the Queen is something that cannot be displayed in a workplace in Northern Ireland. What they did do was point me to two pieces of case law about 20 years ago where there had been verdicts of unlawful discrimination uh, where portraits of the Queen had been displayed in Belfast City Council uh, with depots um, and that in, in conjunction with other um, facts of those cases was found to be something which was uh, which was discriminatory, which was unfair to employees. Um, but what, what the Equality Commission was very keen to stress was that there are, there are very specific circumstances in each case which have to be taken into account they, they did not um, say this, but I think it, it seemed to me that the logic of what they were saying was that there may well be a difference between a situation where a portrait of the Queen is erected in, let's say, a mixed workplace, which has nothing to do with government, nothing to do with the Queen, and, and it is put there very obviously and deliberately with the intention of trying to intimidate somebody who might be a Catholic or a nationalist or being um, perceived to be from that, that background. And there's, very, there's a very different um, situation potentially from that. And for instance, a portrait of the Queen being displayed in Hillsborough Castle, which is the Queen's, uh, her uh, official residence in Northern Ireland, where that would be seen to be appropriate to what, um, what is actually a key function of that workplace. So I think that, that is something which raises further questions. But at this point, the Northern Ireland office are not terribly keen to answer any of those it's a bizarre situation, isn't it? I know the background to it. We all know the background to it. And there are people who were intimidated by imagery from all quarters down the years. But I'm, I'm just thinking from a personal perspective. There's a portrait of myself and the Queen within the workplace where I work. Because, you know, I, I met the Queen and I showed her round. I showed her around my work and a photograph of that is among many other photographs that depicts the history of us working in TV here. And I would, I'm just wondering if deep down anyone who ever 
comes to the building, anyone who ever walks through, anyone who is ever there as a visitor, would they, would they feel offended by her presence? I, you know, I'd hate to feel that they would feel offended by my presence. So, you know, sh- should I be should I be approaching management and saying, I'm worried, I'm concerned, I'm drawing this to your attention? It, it just seems crazy in many ways, doesn't it? I think I think that I mean certainly lots of people will, will will view it in those terms. I think it's fair to say not just in Northern Ireland but in other parts of the UK. But I think that um, the Queen in particular, I suppose, in terms of her um, her demeanour, in terms of the fact that she had never really expressed any um, political views um, in relation to to the to the Northern Ireland situation, other than it would seem um, very firm support for the peace process. She has met with um, people such as Martin McGuinness, um, being very, I think it's fair to say, well received on each of those occasions. She is now routinely met by Sinn Féin politicians. They don't find that offensive. Um, and so, therefore, I think there is there is an element of surprise, I think, to some people that the Queen in particular would be viewed in these terms. I think there are clearly emblems and um, in, there, there would be individuals um, who would be seen in very divisive terms in Northern Ireland. Um, lots of people might not um, want Northern Ireland to be a part of the UK. We know that um, there is a very different um, constitutional aspiration among two sections of the Northern Ireland community. But um, the reality is that we are where we are in terms of Northern Ireland's constitutional position. The Queen is the head of state. This is a department in Her Majesty's government. That is its official title. Um, the uh, laws which we are bound by are signed into law by the Queen. They get royal assent. And so therefore, regardless of whether anyone really likes her or not, that is a fact of life. And I think some people will also probably think um, about the fact that we are in a situation in Northern Ireland where paramilitary flags are routinely flown from lampposts in a way which is deliberately intimidating, in a way which is... Um, they're purely to try to drive out people who are Catholic um, or from another background in a certain mixed community. Those generally, it seems, stay up. The police don't get involved. The council generally let that stay. Um, we understand all of the complexities around that, but those are allowed to stay. And a portrait of the Queen in a government building where very few members of the public would actually ever be um, is deemed to be offensive, it would seem. Mm, I totally with you with the the flags and how they can easily cause offence and how they're controversial. I'm still playing around in my head with the photograph of of the Queen because, again, I'm painting a picture here of standing looking at the Queen on the wall in Croke Park. And, you know, you tend to think of Croke Park as a great example of everything that's good about Ireland. And... She, she's there in, in Croke Park, but she's not at Stormont House. It is, it is a fairly remarkable juxtaposition when you put it like that. Um, and I think, um, I mean, that, that certainly brings back memories of that incredible visit, um, which the Queen made to the Republic in particular at that point, um, and how, how well she was received, her words in Irish at the state banquet with Mary McAleese, the then Irish president. And really, in many ways, if you're looking for a, um, a non-political symbol of the Northern Ireland peace process, 
maybe the Queen wouldn't be the first person that you would think of, but actually um, there, there, there are a few people who I suppose would be as unobjectionable, if you like, to both sides of the community. There would be people who would be accepted by one but not the other. Um, but I think that over time, because the Queen has not really got involved in um, any of the, uh, the, the major political disputes in Northern Ireland in the way that lots of politicians, um, even the likes of obviously somebody like Ian Paisley, who latterly came to be quite well received um, on, on somewhere like the Falls Road, and um, there, were, there, were, there, was, there was a sense that he had crossed a line at the end of his career. Likewise, there are some unionists who, who ultimately came to think that Martin McGuinness had actually been very pragmatic and had wanted to make Northern Ireland work. But lots of people um, in both communities did not ever forgive those people for what they did in the past. And I think the Queen did not have that sort of baggage, albeit she's clearly more associated with the unionist community. She's not somebody to whom um, many nationalists will feel any sort of um, deep affinity or anything of that nature or any sort of loyalty. Um, but in the terms of someone who um, is largely inoffensive insofar as anyone who's associated with either side of the community in Northern Ireland is inoffensive, I think the Queen is probably pretty far up there. It's a heck of a story. Uh, Sam, you can read about it in your paper today, the the newsletter. Uh, Sam, thank you very much indeed. The NIO takes its responsibilities, according to the NIO, under fair employment legislation very seriously and seeks to ensure a good and harmonious working environment for all staff, the requirements of which were set out in the 1989 Fair Employment Code of Practice. In line with the Equality Commission of Northern Ireland's guide, promoting a good and harmonious working environment, the NIO is sensitive to the display of posters, pictures, portraits or other displays that are more closely associated with one or other of the communities and will consider any concerns raised by employees. I can confirm that the department takes steps to ensure no such images are displayed in Stormont House. Uh, 028-90-3105. You can let us know what, what you think. Give us a... If you, if, you, if you came to visit me at work and you saw me on the wall in front of a weather map with the Queen, would you say, take it down! Never watching again. Never going to darken your door. Or worse still, if you came here as an employee, would you say, oh, sorry, I'm object. Um, I'd love to hear from you. 02890 If you're down in Croke Park, would you say, oh, for goodness sake, what's she doing up there? Uh, do give us a shout on it. Feel free. Are you... T- Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.